0: Hello, everyone. We are about to get started. Just give me a couple of minutes. wanted to make sure that I had my notes and everything for this. All right, getting everything together. And we are going to go ahead and get started. Um, my name is Victoria. Back- For those of you who maybe you don't know, if you've never done a call or anything with me before, um, I'm of the Saved and Single Women's Ministry. You can learn more about that at www.thejalministry.com, clicking on Saved and Single. Also, I am a certified life, singles, dating, and relationship coach with New Thing Life Coaching. You can learn more at www.newthinglifecoaching.com. I work primarily with women. Um, and with Christian women also, and especially those who, um, as I always say, they believe in God, but they have a hard time trusting him and waiting on him when it comes to the desires of their heart. So I do individual sessions and products and, you know, books and courses and stuff like that to help women in this stage of their lives. Um, there's no announcement about this call. I normally do an event that I'll create on Facebook, um, especially in the private Facebook group. But I didn't do it this time because looks like on one of the last calls there was an issue with my um, my conference hosting site, and something happened during the recording, Like, or it actually happened during the live call. So I wanted to go ahead and do the call now by myself, in a sense, and make sure that nothing happened so that I could release all the information so that people will be able to listen to it immediately when it's done. And of course, as anyone might share the image that I'm going to make, you know, for the flyer and everything, they would be able to tune in. So I know I'd even had some people that were like, hey, like, why haven't you done a call in a while? That's why. So my apologies. wanted to make sure there were going to be no issues, and I did not want another interruption like the last time. So I have been focusing on dating a lot. If you're following the um, New Thing Life Coaching, the Instagram page and the Facebook page. Um, I've even been doing, like, dating tips and talking about dating, which is something that I do a lot in general. I realize that there are a lot of Christian women who are saying, like, hey, I want to date. I don't know how to date. I'm rusty at dating. What are the rules of dating and whatever else? And I've been in that boat before also. I will say that for me, um, I was in a relationship pretty much uh, before I even turned 21, and that is who I had two children with, you know, so we were in a relationship, you know, living together, playing house, doing everything completely backwards in the name of Jesus. But um, I'm a relationship person, so I didn't really know how to start dating when that relationship ended. I didn't know what to do, where to start anything. I was very rusty. I didn't know the rules, whatever else. And especially once I became abstinent, once I was, you know, on fire for God, and I was like, okay. Surely, I'm supposed to just wait on God because that's what we're told. We're taught to, you know, wait on God and everything and all that other good stuff. So, and of course, I found out that that was not necessarily the case. So, you know, I I like to teach women how to date. I am, again, a certified dating coach. I love the fact that my dating uh, professor, as I say, or my, you know, uh, the teacher that I was certified, you know, with through his program, he was a male that was a, a dating coach for other men. For 15 years. So it like a bonus. I was able to get a lot of knowledge from him about what men really want. So I am better able to help you and help my ladies. So I've been focusing on dating again because a lot of women are just like, I don't know how, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. You know, they're, they're ready to meet someone. And that's what I do. I help women who want to date. And, and I help women that Christian women that want to date on purpose while holding on to their morals, their values, and their beliefs. I help Christian women who are saying, I am ready for love. I am ready to meet not a husband. I am ready to meet my husband. I'm ready to meet my man. I did the No More Lonely Nights webinar um, uh, maybe a month ago or something like that. A lot of you signed up for that. But it was saying, hey, like, if you do these things, you will get a man. Like, that is me saying I'm willing to put myself on the line. I am going to make sure that you understand there are ways there are things that you must first do and once you do those things there are 10 steps and if you do those things you are guaranteed that you will find a husband. I don't care what anyone says, I will stand by that. Um And I mean that, and I'm going to touch on that a little bit later towards the end of this call, but, again, no more lonely nights. If you go to newthinglifecoaching.com, click on Shop, and go to Webinars, you will see no more lonely nights, and you can still get that. Um, You will also get the worksheets. You will get the assignments. You will also get a free crash course called Selfie to help with self-esteem, self-worth, self-love, self-respect, self-acceptance. All those are the good things because we're doing things a little bit backwards right now, and there are steps that we really need to take. Um, Again, looking for love, wanting love, being open to it, designing a relationship, those things are fine and dandy, but there are other things that we need to do to make sure that we are all the way ready. So that's what I do. I'm not going to just show you how to hook up and connect and say, hey, I can guarantee I'm going to help you get the ring from him in six months, but I'm going to say, hey, there are things that you need to make sure that you have tended to, and if you stick with me and if you stick with my process and if you do what I tell you and if you listen to what I am showing you and using, yeah, my tools, tips, and strategies, but we are also going to be led by the Spirit, amen, I will get you the results you want. You tell me your goals. I'm going to find out why those are your goals, and together we are going to make sure those goals get accomplished. As I've been focusing on dating, here's something that I wanted to talk about tonight, something that I just found super interesting and I knew I had to bring it up. The conversation for this, as most of you already know, is, is my husband in the church? Is my husband in the church? Because right now everybody wants a godly man, right? And to answer that question, is your husband in the church, only thing I can tell you is maybe, maybe he is, but what if he's not let me let you in on a little secret. Right now we have a whole lot of women who are all about wanting a godly man and a godly man, and I need a man who's in church, a man who understands that he needs to submit to God in order for me to submit to him and for our marriage to work, because that's what the Bible says. I get that. What you understand, what you need to understand is that there are many men who are going to church, and they are looking for y'all. I'm going to be straight up honest. I've had men who admit to this. We are well aware that there are a lot of men who are saying they want a godly man. They're going to probably meet their husband in church because that's what pastor is telling you to make sure that you keep coming to church. But there are a lot of men who are saying, hey, there are some women who are looking for a man in the church, so let me go to church in order for me to find myself a woman. Y'all have to be careful with this. I had a woman I had a woman who was so infatuated with a man at her church. The only thing that she could see about this man was that he was anointed. He was so anointed. He could preach like he was crazy. He knew the word front and back. He knew the Bible. He knew the way to God's heart. He knew all of that stuff. But the thing about this man is that he had a spirit of lust. All she saw was the anointing, but I'm going to tell you, that wasn't the oil. He was greasy, okay? That was not the oil. That was not the oil that came from the crushing of the olive. That man was greasy, but the only thing she kept saying was, he is so anointed. He's so anointed. and He can help me with this. He had a bad spirit of lust, and she was so drawn to the anointing that she didn't even realize he had some other demons that he was battling and some other things that he was dealing with. So we have to be mindful with that. Stop desiring a godly man based off of your past mistakes. And and busters from your past and everything else. And when I say that, I mean a lot of us as women, if we are honest, we have made some mistakes. We have dated men that did not deserve us. We have dated and given chances to men that did not deserve to have a chance. We went all out for the wrong ones and now we are wanting to make every man pay because of what we allowed. So now we have this little high and mighty, you know, I need a man who's going to wine and dine and do this and do that. And we are like, I need a godly man and a man who's going to know as soon as he sees me that I am his wife and all this other good stuff. Stop, 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 stop. We can't desire a godly man just based off of our past mistakes. A lot of us, what I'm I'm realizing, there are a lot of women that want a God-fearing man, but let me ask you, do you even fear God, first of all? You want a God-fearing man, but do you fear God? Because if you trust God the way that you say, then you know that he can bless you how he wants, with whom he wants. You can look at marriages in the Bible, and you see that there are ways that he does things. There are marriages that he brought together that by all aspects of it, if you saw people like that that were brought together now on social media, people would have something to say about it. People would be judging David and Abigail, people would be judging David and Bathsheba, people would be judging Abigail, I'm sorry, um, they would be judging Abraham and Sarah, people would be judging, you know, looking at um, at Queen Esther, just so many different things, they would have something to say about even Esther and King Xerxes, there's so many different marriages in the Bible that people today would have something to say about all of them. But the thing is that all of those marriages were different. All of those people were brought together in different ways. Look at Ruth and Boaz. They were brought together in a different way. We are told, let the man come to us. Wait on your Boaz. Are you not realizing that Ruth is the one that went to Boaz first? Are you not realizing that it was Naomi that actually told Ruth, go to his room. Get dolled up, put some perfume on, and go. You go to his room. And that's what Ruth did. She went to the man first. And even when she went to the man first, he was like, what are you doing here? But then he told her, like, hey, there's an order to this. they like, let me send you out of here. Let me send you with some extra grain. Let me go to the elders. Let me go talk to the other people, and then I'll see what we can do. So even then it was an order. It was a process, and it was something that was crazy because her mother-in-law, her bitter mother-in-law pimped her out for some extra grain and said, hey, I'm dying. Go get your man. It's time for you to move on. There are so many different ways that God brought people together in the Bible. Do y'all really think that social media would be okay with the way that Jesus was born, with the way that Mary was a virgin, but all of a sudden, oh, Joseph stayed put? We would be side-eyeing Joseph. We would be making memes. We would be talking trash. We would be saying that Mary is a liar, that she's a liar. Her foot stinks, and she does not love Jesus. And I say all this to say God can bless you how he wants, with whom he wants. You don't know how your story is going to end, but if you get so caught up on, my husband is in the church, my husband is in the church, he's going to see me one day with my arms stretched high, he is going to catch me worshiping, and everything is going to be right in the name of Jesus, and God is going to give him a sign in the name of Jesus and show him that I am actually his wife and he is going to approach me, and we are going to have this awesome story to tell everyone. I can tell you right now I know of two different men, two completely different stories, two completely different husbands. And I know this because I know these people very, very carefully. And I know that there is this woman who was an anointed woman of God. She is an awesome woman of God. She is um Just awesome. In many ways, she was perfectly content being single. She was previously married to a man, and what she started to realize is that God was calling her into ministry. And her husband at the time would make a little bit of jokes and stuff like that about, here we go. I should have known I was going to be married to a preacher. I should have known you were going to be serious about all of this God stuff. Well, lo and behold, as she was really going further as far as ministry is concerned, he decided he couldn't do it anymore. He wanted out. So she begged and pleaded for a little while, and she finally gave him the divorce, and that was that. Done deal. And as time went on, she spent years, 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 no sex, no dating, no nothing. She was on fire for God. She didn't care about anything else. And then God brought this man in her life. And God was showing her, hey, I've seen the way that you've loved others repeatedly. I've seen that you've given even what you didn't have. Now, I need you to understand that this man is my gift to you, and he is going to give you the love that you have poured out to other people. And all she could do was cry because she was realizing that this man, who was really only her friend for years, platonic, never went on a date. They both were foodies, so they used to go to all the different restaurants and eat, never held hands, never hugged, never kissed, none of that. They never saw each other in that light until God was showing her, like, hey, can't you see this is what I have for you? And after many different people actually confirmed that for her, that is how she and when she actually realized that that's who she was supposed to be with, lo and behold. See, God always confirms it twice. He was also confirming it to this man. A couple of months later, they started dating. A couple of months after that, they were engaged. A couple of months later, they were married. All of this within less than a year. They had been friends for years, and then, boom, God gave confirmation, and everything happened within less than a year. Why do I tell you this? I tell you this because here it is, even now that they're married and she's still super sold out for God, this man barely goes to church. He believes in God. Yes, he is a believer. He, he, you know, is aware of certain things. He understands spiritual warfare and all that other good stuff. He doesn't look at her like she's crazy. He knew what he was getting into, and he has no problem with it. Doesn't mean that he is necessarily doing the same thing. But as she said, hey, this is the happiest that I've ever been. Sometimes he comes to church with me, and sometimes he doesn't. But he does not disrespect me he does not use me he does not talk down to me he displays many different things that i've never seen before he might not know god the way that i know god but he knows god and that's good enough for me and this man is absolutely nothing compared to her previous husband and she is right now in a wonderful marriage with this man now let me give you something on the flip side i know another close situation and there is a man who In church on Sunday, this man knows the Bible front and backwards, could probably tell it to you in Pig Latin, Latin, Greek, Hebrew, French, Spanish, Chinese, probably knows how to write it in Chinese. It is very rare that he ever needs to open his Bible because he knows the word so well. He goes to the church. He's respected at the church. People shake his hands. They want to speak. They love him. They adore him. That man walks out of that church in the way that he could be in the parking lot and actually disrespect his wife the way that he treats his own children, the way that he has been physically violent with every single one of his children, including one that is actually a girl. He was abusive ever since these kids were little. He has put hands on his wife. He has used profanity. There has been drugs, alcohol, and everything. But this is a godly man that's always in church. And if you see him and his wife smiling in church, you would think, oh, they're just regular old wonderful couple. So why do I tell you that story? Same thing. You want a godly man, and you're wondering and probably saying, like a lot of you do, my husband is in the church. My husband is in the church. Let me tell you something, all right? Church attendance is not a covering for fruit production. Let me repeat that. Church attendance is not a covering for fruit production. Just because somebody goes to church doesn't mean they have good fruits. Just because somebody does not go to church does not mean they produce bad fruits. And we also have to understand right now that a lot of people are stuck on the whole, you know, my marriage and my ministry, and I I can't wait to get married so we can go into ministry. Y'all are getting this whole marriage and ministry thing backwards, okay? Marriage is a ministry, but it's not about going into ministry together. There are too many people that want a husband just so they can evangelize and pastor together because they want their photos on church flyers as they host revivals together, I don't need those kind of problems, okay? That's some intense spiritual warfare that people really do underestimate. I'm in ministry right now, and I'm single, and I can tell you that going into ministry, I have never dealt with so many spiritual attacks before in my life, and I've got to do it alone. So if nothing else, my man is going to make sure he understands the calling on my life, and I'm going to need him to be able to pray, you know, and have my back and understand what's going on. But the whole thing, I want my man to be in ministry also, I don't want those kind of problems. Lord, forgive me. That's the kind of situation that I don't desire to have. And it seems like so many people right now with the whole, my husband is in the church and going to be in the church and we're going to be in church five days a week, be careful what you ask for. And not only that, why are you asking for it? Because many of us have a reason and a motive on why we even want to see that happen, on why that's even important to us. So let me tell you when it comes to your husband being in the church or going to church, he can go to church all he want to, but is he patient? Is he kind? Is he loving? Is he faithful? And does he have any type of self-control? Yeah, he might know the Word of God and he knows Scripture, but is he gentle, is he peaceful? What type of fruits is it that he produces? Because the kind of fruits I like are the only ones that I really care about that are told to us in Galatians chapter 5. The ones that are... Sorry, let me make sure I'm still recording. Had to make sure I was still recording. My apologies. But the only ones that I really care about are the ones that are in Galatians five twenty-two through 23. Galatians five twenty two through twenty three. And what it actually says is but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. We need to be able to look at the fruits. We can't go based on because none of those fruits say anything about church attendance. They don't say anything about knowing the Word of God. Are those things important? Sure. But if you're doing those things and you're missing the fruits, then nothing else matters, and that's what we need to understand. And in order to produce fruits, it's something you can't fake it. You can only produce the fruits if you are connected to the vine, because the vine has branches, and branches produce fruit. And Jesus says, I am the vine. You are the branches. So we need to look at the fruits that these people are displaying. I did a crash course called Test the Fruits. You can visit the arsenal, www.newthinglifecoaching.com forward slash the arsenal, test the fruits, and it will show you how to detect if a man you are seeing or interested in, is he displaying the fruits of the spirit, and is he someone that you need to give any type of time or attention to. I did another one called Red Flags. Same thing. The red flags crash course, it'll show you just what red flags to look for, what to be on the lookout for when it comes to different things with men that you are seeing and dating in this season. I can tell you right now, and I talked about it in the No More Lonely Nights webinar, but I met a man, and I met a man, and it's not what I expected, and I know it's not what others would choose for me. And I can tell you that the old me would have ran away from this man. Because right now he has some things that some people who would uh, superficially, they would probably say these were some red flags. But I had to drown out what other people might say, and I had to go based on the voice of the Lord, and I know what God was telling me about this man. This man has shown me love in a way that I've never experienced before in my life ever, 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 ever. And I can tell you this is a man who let me know straight up where he stands when it comes to God and everything else. He believes, and as I've always said, if you're a believer, that's enough for me to work with. As long as you are a believer, as long as you respect my beliefs, as long as you show good fruit, which he does, we got something to work with. Because I've dated a guy who was in church all the time and knew the scripture, but he too had a bad spirit of lust. I dated another guy, awesome, was always going to church, Bible study, paying his tithes. He was a James kind of man, an Ephesians 5 kind of man. Guess what? Now all of a sudden he's woke. He doesn't believe in God anymore. He's been doing his research, and he has questions about things in the Bible. He believed, and look at him now. What I will tell you is this. Focus on God and listen to his voice and take God out the box. Your desires may not align with God's desires. You've got to look at Isaiah 55, 8 through 9. That is the key for you to remember. He says, my ways are higher. My thoughts are higher. The way that I think and do things, you couldn't even comprehend those things. You never know what it is that God wants to do. The word says, for I know the plans. I. He knows the plans that he has for us. That's what Jeremiah 29:11 says. But Romans 8, 28 says, for we know. That all things work together for our good. God says, I know the plans. We say, we know it's all working together for our good. Take God out the box. And in closing, I will say this. One thing I mentioned a few days ago was the hard thing about being a Christian coach, and especially being a dating and relationship coach. Because, see, I can, again, I can give the tools, the tips, the strategies, the scenarios, and everything. But it's keeping in mind that God does something for me one way, and it might not be the same way he does it for you. That is why it is so important being in the will of God and knowing his voice for yourself. I can help others, but I can't do the work for them. I also can't forge the relationship they end up having with God. As I said, I can tell you now, this man that is in my life, he is a blessing in many ways, but there are some things that we got to work through. And like I said years ago, I would have let impatience make me run, but hearing God and no one else tell me to stay put is why this man is still in my life. So, sis, you've got to understand there is no cookie-cutter way that God is going to bring two people together. Remember that. My deal-breakers won't be yours and your boundaries won't be mine. And I told you in the beginning of this call that the Bible shows many marriages were brought together, many different paths, many obstacles, many ways. The key is that each of those people had a relationship with God and they had an heir to hear. And I know it's rough in this day and age because everyone is a prophet and a relationship expert today. We can scroll on social media and we see countless posts about a man of God this and your husband that and beware of men that this and blah, blah, blah. Again, pray over your own situation and let that be that. Anyone that has done one-on-one sessions with me, you know that I am very different With my approach because of having more information I don't make blanket statements Because it's not a one size fits all approach It's just not the way it happens So if nothing else Just remember the same God that blessed me Is going to bless you But our blessings may come in a different package A different shape A different method A different time zone And that's okay But yet and still Guess what It's still from the same God And that is what matters Ladies, listen, if you need dating help, I am here for you. If you go to anchor.fm forward slash victorious1, you can check out my podcast. You can also go to newthinglifecoaching.com, click on podcast. You can listen to all the previous ones. On the New Thing Life Coaching Instagram and Facebook page, I have been providing dating tips all of this month. Catch up on those. There's the Getting It On Dating Coaching um, with that, there's the ebook, the rules of dating, the relationship readiness assessment, so many different things. Hey, you can even book a one-time dating session. I also do monthly packages, and I also do 6 months packages. Connect with me. The Arsenal, the Arsenal has courses to help you. There are so many different things. But what I am looking for, if I can be honest, I am looking for those women who are saying, I need one-on-one help with dating. I am looking for the women who fall under that group that are ready. And with that, you will get an ebook on dating. You find out about dating and courting in the 21st century as a Christian woman with morals and values. You get the rules of dating um, coaching that also comes with worksheets. You get a relationship readiness assessment, which also includes a one-hour analysis session with yours truly, and you get me as your dating professor for two months two months of dating coaching from me. And, y'all, this is a low offer I'm telling you now with all of that, and it's $169, $169. But I have to be limited with that because it comes with one-on-one coaching for two months. So if you want it, snatch it while it's still available, www.newthinglifecoaching.com, click on Shop, go to the filter, GIO Coaching, select ready. You will get your kit sent to you immediately, and you will also get your special link on how to book your first session. There's a way to date. There are a way to do things. You don't have to just sit there and expect your man to find you in the church or that he's going to come crashing through the roof or anything like that. I got you. We got you. We got this. All right? Connect with me, newthinglifecoaching.com and the JALministry.com forward slash save single. God bless you all. I love you all, and you all have a fantastic night. Bye-bye.